Welcome bowlers to another special episode of Talking Bowls. Uh, this episode will be focused on the Australian Premier League. Uh, once again, it is sponsored by Three Little Ducks in the Bell Reef Quay. Now, if it's anything like the first APL episode, there'll be a lot of listeners from the mainland. Uh, thanks for listening. And if you are ever on holidays down in Hobart, check out uh, Three Little Ducks. It's a great little restaurant we've got here in Bell Reef. Now, two interviews for you tonight, so the episode will go for about 22 minutes. Uh, the first episode is with, first interview, should I say, is with Steve Blasson. This interview was recorded before his matchup against the Adelaide Endurance, so it was a good chat about um, looking forward to the match, and obviously you'll get to see the result if you're watching on Fox Sports tonight. Uh, thanks very much to Steve for his time. And the second interview is with uh, New Zealand bowler Ali Forsyth. Uh, it was great for him to give up some of his time as well. And they find themselves on top of the ladder. Now, this inter- that interview was recorded after he had defeated the Melbourne Roys on their Wednesday night matchup. So hopefully you enjoyed the interviews. I think it's great to get a bit of input from the players as to how they're finding the conditions and just the whole tournament in itself. Uh, thanks for your support. And I will leave you with interviews with Steve and Ali. And it's with great pleasure I get to welcome the Australian coach, uh, Steve Blasson, to Talking Bowls. Welcome, Steve. Thanks, thanks for having me on your program. I uh, greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Now, uh, for those people who were watching the APL last night, the commentators seem to go on about this uh, the tie breaks for the Sydney team. But this morning you were able to, to win your first two tie breaks. Do you want to let in the secret that you used in that first tie break that some of the listeners might not be aware of? And whose idea was it to wear the shirts backwards in that uh, first game? Obviously, the, the four games you played during the day, they feel a little a lot different to the nighttime match. Yep. These guys, as brilliant as they are, you know, they're playing for the same distance, yep. the same atmosphere all the time. Uh, bowls, 
we don't have that. You know, yep. we play in different conditions every day, different surfaces, different winds. Um, that's a great challenge. And, you know, while some of the bowls might look a little bit ordering here on TV, I can assure you it's hard work out there. That's one of the, the enjoyments of the game is the, the variety that, that comes with it. Now, um, this year, New Zealand Blackjacks and the Murray Steamers are the, are the two teams that are on top of the ladders. New Zealand just beat the Murray Steamers in, in round nine to take the top of the ladder. Are the, do you feel they're doing any, anything differently or are they just playing that, that little bit better? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think we've had a few breaks here and there. We, we've had the Murray Steamers twice now and five breakers first time. They were both times, so there's different in the matches. And, and you do need a little bit of a bounce of the ball or, or, you know, it's normally just one goal and the matches can make a vast difference. So... Um, I, I think the main goal, and it's probably an obvious statement, but is to try and make that top four. Yep. And with the format, if you can make that top four, well, you, you know, you're, uh, you're as good as against any and winning it. So that's, uh, that's a difficult part, though, is making that top four. And, um, you know, I think the, I think, well, certainly the eight teams have not, probably they're all feeling in one way or another to still qualify in the top yep. four. It's not yeah. like other sports where you're going to get a, a home ground in the final. This is basically if you make the four, then then you're in and it's, it's anyone's title then from then on. Oh, that's right. Well, I think if you look at, say, you know, Brisbane Colts, for example, they were nearly undefeated last year and then this year they're, um, they're pushing it up the a little bit. So yep. It's not to say they can't turn it around and it's still qualifying win the event. So, um, so it's a great challenge. I mean, it's short, but it's sharp and it's, it's certainly level playing field. I think the spectators is fantastic, but also, you know, the initiative is to get what we call net attacking as such. Yep. Um, and uh, as you went to see bowls with a 2020 cricket style version, um, especially the guys who sort of participate in the sport, it can be serious, uh, eventually it can be unsocial, you know, and uh, it's, a, it's a great um, initiative, I think, and hopefully one that works for the sport in general and for all clubs, not only for Australia, but uh, you know, across the planet because it's, it's there for the taking. It's definitely a great idea, and I'm hoping to have. Um... Simon Morrison, who's the, um, the development officer down in Tassie, hopefully speak to him a bit, um, letting clubs know about what, what Jack Attack is and what they can do. And I was even wondering if um, Bowls Australian might consider, I know the Super Sixes, uh, from what I hear, is, is going to be um, withdrawn around the side championships. I wonder if a, a state versus state Jack Attack style tournament might, act, might work as well around that time. Yeah, look, you can certainly suggest that. I don't know whether potentially now with the change of Super Sixes and Sides would allow for that, you know, that time frame to happen. Yep. But, um, you know, and certainly, yeah, I, I mean, any idea is a good idea, and it's been promoting the sport and uh, and getting people witnessing, you know, this this new style of wall goal. Well, then uh, it's got to be a winner. Now, how are you finding the the camaraderie between the players? There are some people that are best mates on opposing sides. I know Mark Casey's playing against his Hellsdale teammates, but at this level, you seem to you, you know the players a good camaraderie, or is it pretty serious once you once you're off the green as well? about the sport is that 
a trend card to the game that has gone out of some other sports that I think is, is a very good prevails. Now, with your, your role as the Australian coach, when you're playing in a competition like this, is it easy to take that Australian uh, coach's hat off or are you, are you looking at players such as Michael Walker playing for Murray team or Tom Mitchell, Dylan Fisher, those players, are you watching them as well or is it a case that you're able to just completely forget about that role? Adelaide, Adelaide are, are still in the four, but a win tonight gives you you're only one shot out, one game out of the four. So, how are you feeling going into tonight's game, knowing that it's probably a pretty crucial game to, to win with only four games being played tomorrow? commentating for Fox Sports. How are you enjoying that side of things? Steve, thank you very much for your time. I know it's a very busy schedule with your playing and commentating, so I feel very privileged that you've uh, given us 10 minutes of your time. So thank you very much for that. And uh, best of luck tonight against Adelaide and, and tomorrow, and fingers crossed you'll be in the finals.
And it's with great pleasure I get to welcome one of uh, New Zealand's premier bowlers to the Talking Bowls podcast in Ali Forsyth. Welcome, Ali. Now, um, last year, the New Zealand Blackjacks finished in uh, fourth spot, made the finals, which was a great result. But this year, after 10 rounds, you're on, on top of the ladder. Has, has there been a difference between the two years? Oh, well, I guess between the two of us who were here last year, Joe and I, we know that uh, just going through last um, year's experience, I guess, you know, it's got us a good skin. Um, Shannon's jumped the board this year and, and Um, that was something I was going to talk to you about. Obviously, with the games on TV, we get to see uh, you playing skip for the whole two games. But Shannon's been um, taking over that skip's responsibilities during the day. How often would you have a, a like a set off during the games? Uh, She seems to have played really well in the, the two um, TV games we've seen so far, a lot better than last year. Do you think she's benefited from the experience of playing on the, the Pine River surface from last season? opportunities from what I've seen when there's bowls in there means you can play that weighted shot as you say you've played really well. Um, I'm, I'm interested in hearing your opinion of the APL compared to some of the other competitions you've played in such as I'm sure you've played in the New Zealand Championships and you've been uh, you've represented New Zealand in the World Championship. What's the, the feeling? Like obviously there's a lot of uh, high-class bowlers playing there and it's a it's a cutthroat format. How do you how do you find it compared to some of the other competitions you've played? Thing on and, and the ball is 
going to get better and better. Um, I think it's uh, it's a great tournament. You know, it's, um, just lets them know they get bigger and better, really. Yeah, not, not only the, the five ends makes a difference, but if you found the, the power play, it's almost a lot of the players seem to be saying that if you can win the power play and negate the other power play, you're almost guaranteed to set them away. Yes, exactly. It's the way it's certainly um, has panned out that recognise you know, your power play and if you can minimise to, to only drop one on the ends or ultimately score, then that puts you in a very good position to win the set. Nothing guaranteed, of course, but That's right. Yep. Now, with tomorrow only being four games, it's almost like a, you and the Murray Steamers pretty much guaranteed a spot in the finals. Probably need to win maybe one game tomorrow just to stop anyone from coming from the clouds. Is, is there a team you fear in the competition? Is there someone like you think that will there? There's someone we have to watch when we, we play against them. Oh, I don't know what else you really want to say. Fear. Speaking to Steve Blassen before, and we are talking about the, the top four. You don't really have an advantage, but I guess you're right. If you can avoid the Murray Steamers, especially the way Alex Marshall's been playing, I'm sure he's been playing very similar during the day. He's the type of player that could just ruin the set with a, with one or two goals. Yeah, exactly right. He's without a doubt the best player in the world, and it's fabulous that he's here. You know, like it's exactly the sort of advertisement you want for the sport, for the you know, for the TV. Just he. Uh, Definitely. How have you found the, the crowd support? Obviously, being the only team that's not from Australia, does the, does the crowd still support your good bowls, or is it a bit of a Australia versus New Zealand oh, sentiment? Yeah, Yeah. 
bit, which was really what we were looking for. Yep. And, you know, even more than that was a bonus at that stage. And, you know, we played a really good next to pick up two. So it was just a matter of, you know, trying to get a good one and protecting it. And uh, I was able to play a good one in my second bowl. And, you know, Arch was just off the mark with his two. You know, he's got two good runners and they just missed more. You know, he was pretty unlucky, actually, with his last. Yep. Well, Ali, sorry, yes, Ali, well, thank you very much for your time. You've had a, a very busy day playing the five games of the day, so I feel uh, very privileged that you've uh, given up some of your time to speak to me. So uh, thank you very much for that, and uh, best of luck tomorrow, and by the looks of things, uh, best of luck in the finals on Friday. Thank you very much, Lee. Have a good one. Cheers. As I said in the interviews, I was very thankful of Steve and Ali to give up their time. It's a pretty crazy schedule that those guys have got going, playing five games in a day. And we'll be playing four games tomorrow before the finals. Uh, hopefully, you've got a team that you're supporting. If you're a Tasmanian listener, you've uh, chosen a team to follow. Or if you're from the mainland, you might have a local team that you are cheering on. Uh, Fox Sports, the coverage has been pretty good. Obviously, a little bit of the camera work needs a little bit of improvement, especially when the Jack goes in the pitch. But I tell you what, it's great to have bowls live on TV, five hours a night. And if you miss it, it's during the day. Obviously, some people don't have uh, pay TV, but hopefully you're able to either visit a friend who's got it or get down to a local club that's showing the game. Uh, clubs like Adelaide and Sydney, I know they've actually got they've got designated clubs or pubs where they're, they're showing the game, which I think is a great initiative. So thanks for your listening. Thanks to Three Little Ducks for their sponsorship. And for the Tasmanian listeners, I'm hoping to have a Bowl South episode out uh, tomorrow night, especially looking at the Bolt South forwards, which is coming up on the weekend, and the results and fixtures from the two weekends on the side of this episode. So thanks for your time, and hopefully I'll be here from you soon.